you guys i'm back and my baby is here she's such a dream we're on cloud nine you guys i am so so happy but i was also so excited to get back on here and record another episode for you guys i'm happy to say that everything went super well during delivery and labor and we were able to live the full-on natural experience that we were hoping for it was amazing it was so so incredible but since then 13 days now, I have been soaking up time with her, of course, and working on giving myself time to heal because honestly, it is super tough for me to relax and just let others help me, but I'm honestly doing my best and really trying to take, take it all in, take it all in day by day and just really, really enjoy it. I love being in control of things, so... I'm, I'm always about trying to prove to myself that I can just do it all. And I don't know why. It's just something I've always done. And I'll touch on that again in, during this episode. But anyways, after putting out a vote on Instagram, this is the topic that won. So here we are with my personal story of staying healthy during and post-pregnancy. I'm super excited and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's go. So before we dive into pregnancy, let me take you back to when I was in university. About five or six years ago is when I really started to make my own big girl decisions, if you will, to take care of myself and make healthier choices. I would start craving workouts. I started a running club that really pushed me more and more because I'll never forget the first day of that running club. I was the only girl and about 12 guys showed up and I thought older than me as well and thought, oh my God, there's no way I can have this running club and be at the back of the pack, you know? I have to really prove myself. So that was a big moment for me as well. And I just started to make these healthier decisions for myself. I started eating better. And mind you, I was still running on coffee alone for breakfast and cereal cereal for dinner, but I really started to pay more and more attention to my health. Now, fast forward five years later and since graduating, I've now gotten married, I have three kids, and then with each pregnancy came a roller coaster of hormones, cravings, and both good and bad habits. Many of you might be thinking, and this I don't necessarily have to answer, but I think that it might help some of you, my first pregnancy wasn't planned, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't desired either. When I found out that I was pregnant, we were over the moon we were thrilled but we were also in a moment in our lives that we were kind of like oh my god wow timing probably couldn't be worse in the sense that we were going through a job change a move change there was a lot going on in our lives so hormones were all over the place okay however during all three of my pregnancies one of my best best habits was definitely staying active so This is why I started off with telling you about university because that's really when I myself planted that own seed within within me to become active and to stay active and really knew that it was something that felt good for me and so I wanted to continue that and I have continued that since then. And of course, for anyone thinking, well, that's so much easier said than done, you're totally right. But again, since I had been active prior to my pregnancies, it was way more natural and even felt relieving each time I would get a workout in. So with my first two pregnancies, I only experienced two weeks of morning sickness, more or less, which had me eating like every two hours to anticipate the nausea. 
However, I can definitely admit that since my weight gain was kept under control throughout each pregnancy, I let myself indulge a lot. I have always loved my morning coffee, and so with pregnancy came, I don't know if you want to call them cravings, because they weren't necessarily cravings, but I was definitely looking more at the sweet section, for example. So I would have my morning coffee, and I would order a chocolate croissant at our local bakery. And that became a habit. <laughs> I would go very often and have my coffee and my croissant. Later, it was a hard habit to kick, but I did end up doing it and, and would really focus on just having my coffee. I also focused on what my body craved and asked for. So again, I didn't have these typical cravings like people say, but I was definitely enjoying sweeter foods. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, you might be thinking, oh, well, this is why you had gestational diabetes with your third baby. And actually, that is hormone related, and I'll leave that for another episode. But again, I'm going to highlight and I'm going to admit that sweets were a big, bad habit for me in both my first and second pregnancy. And then I really controlled that on my third pregnancy. So some of the habits that were really consistent throughout all three of my pregnancies. And I say three pregnancies because literally I had these three pregnancies back to back. So my first daughter was born in, oh my God, I'm, I'm like blanking here, in 2016. My second daughter was born in 2018 and I just had my third daughter. So back to back pregnancies. And these were the habits that, was, that were really consistent for me. Number one, like I said, staying active. And most doctors will tell you that if you were active prior or athletic prior to pregnancy, then it's perfectly safe to continue working out up until labor or at least until your body tells you, hey, that's enough. You need to take a break. I walked a lot with my first, went to the gym at least three times a week, swam two times a week if I could. And then with my second, really focused on swimming because I had a lot of sciatic issues. And then with my third, I was even running and that had been a dream since the beginning. I have always loved running at least since university um, and since I learned how to breathe when I run. <laughs> Very important but anyways um, loved running wanted to continue it and with my third I was able to run and not only run but do two half marathons which were huge goals of mine. However the first half marathon I didn't know that I was pregnant but anyways again Super excited about that. I was able to run and I ran up until about 15 to 18 weeks because at that point I just couldn't, I couldn't hold on anymore. My back would start to ache. My knees would start to bother me and I didn't want to over push myself. I also focused on eating well. So for some of you, just knowing that you're growing a human being is enough to kick you from having bad foods and you always have healthy foods. That's not my case. Like I... Don't know how to necessarily explain it, but even if I, I would basically need a doctor to tell me like, look, you have to eat healthy or you're seriously going to have issues. Like if that doesn't make sense, I don't know how to better explain it. But basically like my own mind power, my own willpower wasn't enough to be like, oh yeah, don't have the cookie or don't do this. You know what I mean? So like I said, I love sweets, especially at the beginning, beginning and towards the end and postpartum stages. So I allowed myself a lot of sweets. And then, like I said, I got in the bad habit of here giving my toddler a cookie and I would have another one myself. 
So finally, after my second baby in April 2018, when I really got serious and cut the crap with my health journey, then my third pregnancy, things got super interesting because I had gone vegan for about a month and a half while I was training for my first half marathon, and I was eating a real whole foods diet. I would not eat anything if it wasn't whole or organic or in its natural form. So there I cut out a lot of sweets. Eventually, I started to reintroduce them, and by week 28, I was told that I had gestational diabetes. So, of course, like most of you think, and anyone thinks until they really know more about it, that I thought it was from my eating habits. And that was actually from the, this big hormone imbalance in my, in my body, which probably is led to from the diet. However, at that moment, as soon as I found out, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm going to go on a very specific diet to watch this. I cut out a lot of carbs, so I wasn't having mainly pasta, rice, things like that, because that's where I would really see the the imbalance of my of my sugar levels, of my glucose levels, um, and of course I cut out like the big unnatural sweets, and that was huge because I really started to realize how many things have sugar in them. It's insane. And so now that I am 13 days postpartum, I'm doing my best to to stick to that same diet, low carb, low on natural sugars, but still allowing myself treats here and there. I think it's super important to not feel restricted because, especially in my case, because I want it more. I want it more and I want it like almost in a sense that when I get it, I'm going to binge on it. You know what I mean? So right now my breakfasts are mainly oatmeal or toast with berries and occasionally a yogurt. I always have my coffee around 10 or 11 a.m. with a handful of almonds and maybe even a fruit. Lunch is always a huge salad. I try and add veggies on there, cheese, proteins, or even have things like garbanzos or lentils. And for dinner, I try and keep it super simple, so like an egg, again, with some salad, meat or fish, again, with some salad. And I always have chocolate. Every single day, not gonna lie, after lunch, after dinner, a piece of chocolate always is in my house and we always are enjoying that. And I'm also including some wine here and there now that I can finally enjoy that too. Another good habit that I was able to keep was self-care and that became more and more important and more and more present for myself with each pregnancy, especially in the postpartum phase because Like I said, as my personality is so active, I really, and I say this present tense, forget to slow down and take care of myself. So with all three, I really made it a habit to try and just take care of myself. If that was going to get my hair done every two weeks or going to get my nails done once in a while or sometimes just doing a face mask at home or painting my own nails at home, but giving myself that time to really just focus on me. Right now... Self-care totally looks like a nice glass of wine, nail polish sitting next to me, and at home watching Netflix. Right now, no joke, my husband and I are binging on the show Money Heist, which is a Spanish show, and we are obsessed with it. I love it. So in that time, I really just try and do something for me and really just take care of myself. And I don't know if this has happened to you. I also have that issue where if I'm not doing something, especially in the mornings, I feel guilty. So if I go out and have coffee with a friend or if I'm just out on a stroll, sometimes I feel guilty like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything. But 
again, I'm trying to remind myself like, whoa, lady, you just had a baby. Take it easy. Enjoy the time. Focus on you. And that is okay. Does that ever happen to you? Even if you're not a mom, like that you don't give yourself enough breaks that you, and if you do, you feel guilty about it, that you should be doing more, you know, and that leads me to my next habit of learning to say no, especially when you don't feel like something. So along with being super active, I tend to overfill my plate a lot. And I say yes to so many things. Be it FOMO or whatever you want to call it, I honestly feel self-motivated by doing something all the time. Like I feel like it's something that keeps me going. Like I'm proving to myself that I can really do it all. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. It's probably an insecurity of mine, but it definitely keeps me going as well, especially on those bad dates. So like I said, I've been starting to stand up for myself, if you will, and take better care of myself and really just say no when I don't want to do it, when I don't feel like it, basically. I also am trying to make more and more time for quality time. And I did this with all three of my pregnancies, especially in the postpartum phases. And then after that, just when I have my kids around, I love my family. I love spending time with them. And it's really my number one priority at the end of the day. So I literally block out times that I can be 100% available for them. And sometimes that means completely turning off my phone because my phone can be such a distraction. I am so guilty of that. And sometimes I just get on my phone to do nothing. You know, I'm just scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, God, I could just totally be present right now with my daughter and read a book. So making quality time is super, super, super important. And if you're a mom-to-be, and I'll talk about some more tips at the end of this, Making that quality time just with your husband is so, so, so crucial and so important and it will bring less stress, you'll enjoy things more and it just, it'll give you such a clearer and healthier mindset. And so right now I'm definitely taking on that go with the flow, take each day as it comes kind of mindset and I'm lucky enough that we can do that in the sense that my husband is on paternity leave right now so he's able to help me and we're just able to enjoy so why not take full advantage of that right and lastly again prior to pregnancy through my pregnancies and up until today practicing gratitude is such a good habit that I've developed and that I love I love to write and keep journals especially for my girls and so I have journals for them written since the basically like the second week I found out I was pregnant And I often take five to 10 minutes sometimes to just recall a specific day, write out 10 things I'm thankful for, or simply tell them what they've been up to and how they're growing and something funny that they might have done recently. And taking that time for myself to reflect and be thankful truly, truly just fills my heart. I love it. And it puts into perspective what is super important to me and what most important to me. And it just gives me that chance to recenter myself, connect within, and really understand what is is most important in my in my life and to really be able to focus on that. And yeah, those are basically the six main habits that have kept me healthy and in both mind and physically throughout pregnancy and postpartum. So if you're pregnant, I encourage you to keep listening because I'm going to go on in the next part and just give you guys a few of my tips and tricks to to really stay on track during pregnancy and postpartum. And if you're not pregnant and you're not going to continue listening, I do thank you for 
listening up until now, and I'll continue in the next segment. You're listening to Erica's Healthy Habits, a health and wellness podcast created to motivate, inspire, and hopefully teach you something new. Let this episode ignite your inner fire and inspire you to become your best self. Here's your host, Erica Steinke. Okay, guys, welcome back. And as we wrap up this episode, I just want to share with you my final tips for any mamas or any mamas-to-be for keeping on track with your pregnancy and using healthy habits. So starting off, number one, simple but not always easy. Listen to your body. Your doctor will tell you, your mom will tell you, your friends will tell you to listen to your body. Pregnancy is so incredible. It's beyond incredible and your body goes through so many changes. But at the same time, it is so aware of what you need and does a pretty good job of sending you those signals for your health and your babies along the way. So don't be afraid to embrace that. Don't be afraid to embrace the cravings while being mindful, of course, and just know that you know and trust your gut when enough is enough. So I mean that for everything. Listen to your body. Listen to what it needs. If you need an off day, take an off day. If you need an active day, have an active day. If you want to go for a walk, go meet a friend, enjoy something to eat, do it, do it. It's what your body needs and you deserve that, okay? Number two, lean on your friends and see if you can make new ones. If you're feeling lonely or anxious, lean on somebody. It is so important to be honest with yourself and your feelings, especially if you're pregnant or you've just had your baby, your first baby especially. There are so many new things going on in your body, in your mind, hormones that you're going to feel and experience, and it's so important to have somebody that you can talk to. I have such a good circle of friends, and that circle has grown with each of my pregnancies. I have people I can lean on. I have people I know I can call and just vent and and really share each of those emotions as they come. And I really recommend having at least one person that you know that you can call and just and just blab to, basically. It'll be so good for you, trust me. Number three is stay active. Granted, you might be suffering morning sickness. I'm so sorry if that's your case, or day sickness even just throughout the entire day. So I'm so sorry if you're going through that because that is really tough. But being active can be so positive, again, for your mind and your body. So again, if you were athletic or active before pregnancy, know that it's totally normal to fear getting back into that exercise routine. But again, your body will warn you if anything is wrong or off. And I remember with my first pregnancy, jumping on the elliptical machine around 15 weeks pregnant, which is normally when I would go back to working out um, after finding out I was pregnant with all three of them. And I remember getting on the elliptical machine and just immediately feeling sick to my stomach. And I remember I got off, I drank water, I cooled down, I waited for like five minutes. And then I said, okay, I'll try the bike. And the bike felt amazing. And so I just knew that in that pregnancy, I wasn't going to be doing any elliptical workouts. So again, there are so many places that offer specific classes for expecting moms, postpartum recovery, all of these kind of things. And it's a great way to meet other people and just really remain active for yourself and for your baby. Number four, sleep, sleep, sleep. I'm serious. I'm sure you've heard this from so many people. Sleep when the baby's sleeping, sleep when you can. And that is so true. It is so, so important. Besides 
being pregnant, sleep is just so key anyways as a good habit. So I had a hard time with this. I still have a hard time with it because, you know, sometimes I'm feeding my baby in the middle of the night and I'll just stay awake and I won't go back to sleep. But seriously, it is so important to unplug, cool down, allow yourself to totally just disconnect, sneak away if you have to, and allow yourself 20 to 25 minutes per day to just relax and take a nap if you need it. Sleep is so important. And lastly, my last tip for staying healthy and making a habit out of it is water. And I say this with a big glass of water next to me. It's so important to stay hydrated, especially when you're pregnant and when you're expecting and when you're breastfeeding even. Um, This was something I learned at the beginning of my health journey. I wasn't pregnant at the time. My normal weight, I can tell you, is 50 kilograms, which is 110 pounds. And my height is around 5'6". Okay, and I work out normally when I'm not recovering four times a week for about 30 minutes each time. Okay, so taking that all into consideration and into the equation, my daily water intake should be around two and a half liters. But pregnant and breastfeeding, it goes up to about three, three and a half liters. So drinking enough water is so, so important just to keep your mind clear, to stay energized, to stay hydrated, and to really give yourself that boost that you need. And it might even help you curb those cravings you're not necessarily into. Okay, guys? So I just wanted to wrap up with those few tips. I'm not anybody to tell you what to do or to judge you or to tell you that one way is better than another way because I think pregnancy is such a unique and individual journey for each person that you're just going to know what's best for you. But those are definitely the main five tips that worked for myself, okay? I love, love, love talking about pregnancy, post-pregnancy, sharing my stories, helping others. So if you need any, any, any questions or any help with anything, please reach out to me. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. And if you are expecting a baby, a huge congratulations because that's always amazing. And I hope that all of you are feeling good and energized and just keep staying active and keep following along this podcast. I will see you guys next time on Erica's Healthy Habits. Thank you.